Welcome to the Resilient Joy Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Peterson. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you can find value in what I bring to you here on the podcast. I'm here to teach you to release perfectionism, conquer anxiety and depression, and build confidence and resilience habits so you can handle all of life's ups and downs. So what do you say? Let's get started. All right. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I just want to apologize again for the big delay in having another episode up. Um, had a lot going on with kids getting back in school and I'm coming up now. Like if you are following my story and my journey with ocular melanoma, um, I am coming up on my scans. So my brain is just a little bit frazzled, like all the time. And, um, I've been meeting with my therapist and I also started a little bit of a part-time job, just helping with content creation for an organization that I love. And it's kind of just, it's just been, it's been an adjustment. So that's kind of what I've been doing and that's where I've been at. Um, and I also feel like I've had a little bit of a harder time just being, being present with being vulnerable or open and authentic on social media because in some ways it was really hard to kind of put to words um, some of the things that I've been feeling and well what I I think that I have kind of come to the realization is that it's been a little bit difficult to come to the place where I realized I was resisting feeling and that is something that I have found again and again and again like in so many different things in so many different circumstances is that resisting feeling an emotion whether it's anger or sadness or frustrations you know shame um, grief fear like whatever the emotion is like when I resist feeling it and maybe you can relate to this too but when I resist feeling it it gets bigger and it almost is like exacerbated it's kind of like telling yourself don't be anxious and then you feel guilty for feeling anxious and then you feel ashamed that you feel anxious and it just is like this never-ending cycle right so it's just not very fun um and so what I wanted to talk about today is kind of to go along with what we talked about last time we talked about facing the unknown um and since you know this is my life um I have been thrust into the unknown pretty heavily with this cancer diagnosis and with all of the intricacies that come with you know, basically being told you have like a 50 to 70% chance plus that it will spread by the end of year five after your diagnosis. And if it does, we will handle it when it does, but we don't really have much we can do. Um, that's kind of what I've been told. So to like live with that every single day and like have that, you know, sometimes it weighs heavily, more heavily than others. And that's, that's just, I mean, it just is the nature of the nature of the beast. But I wanted to talk today about fear. Because this has been a big thing that I've been working through with my therapy. Um, I've been doing EMDR therapy, which I highly recommend if you've never done EMDR therapy. And you have trauma that you're working through. Just difficult emotional situations. All kinds of things can classify as trauma. So EMDR, look up a therapist in your area who does EMDR therapy. I've actually been fortunate enough to do it from home and to use a, just a computer across the screen. And my therapist is helping me just process through some of these emotions. Um, and one of the big things that has come up a lot, especially this last month is fear. And what we kind of came to this conclusion is that I have been feeling afraid to feel afraid. And like I've, I've been fearing feeling the fear. So let me say that again. I've been afraid to just allow myself to feel fear, to feel afraid, to feel scared. And, um, and that 
is kind of a difficult place to be because like I said earlier, like when you resist an emotion, it gets bigger and it feels scarier. It feels harder to navigate and it just like exacerbates everything. So earlier this week, I can't remember which day, but probably Monday, I was listening to a podcast from the Life Coach School, which if you're not familiar with Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School and how much she teaches about thought work, I have learned a ton from her, from her podcast. I have big goals and dreams that one day I would love to be a life coach within, um, within her, her school, like the life coach school. I would love to be life coach certified, but I listen to her podcasts, uh, when I have a chance. And the one that I listened to recently was episode 333 and it was titled fear. And she just talked about how like so many times in society, fear is made out to be this negative thing, right? Um, and that ultimately we feel it and then we kind of feel afraid to even allow ourselves to continue to feel it. So we stuff it down and we numb it and we ignore it. Um, and that's what I've been doing, right? I've been really like just trying to ignore my fear and ignore being afraid and, you know, and instead of just allowing myself to be a human who is allowed to feel afraid, I'm allowed to feel scared. Like all of us are allowed to feel scared. Um, instead of allowing myself that space to do that, like I've been stuffing it down and numbing it and just ignoring it. And it just kind of got to a, a spillover point, I guess you would call it. And that's where I'm at right now is where I'm like recognizing that, you know what, I need to practice feeling the fear and practice expressing that I'm afraid and just validate my own feelings uh, through therapy, through self-talk, through talking and having conversations with friends, uh, with family, with Danny, like just telling telling them about the things that I'm afraid of. So um, that's something that I would challenge you guys to do. And I want to talk a little bit about kind of some of the reasons, I guess, that I've concluded that this is important. And one of them, because I know you guys are here for the Harry Potter analogies. Um, one of the reasons that I thought about it is, or the the ways that I thought about this is that you know, my fear is kind of like, it's the fear and the fear of feeling the fear, right? Is, it's kind of like a Bogart, right? So a Bogart from Harry Potter, if you're not familiar, is in the third book, Prisoner of Azkaban. And Professor Lupin teaches this class what a Bogart is. And it's essentially a creature that takes the form of the thing you fear the most. So it's not actually the spider that Ron Weasley's afraid of, or the Dementor that Harry's afraid of. It's just like, taking the shape of that, right? So when I'm feeling afraid of feeling fear, I'm literally creating my own Bogart, right? And so the spell in Harry Potter to get rid of the Bogart is the ridiculous spell. And it's the one where you essentially make your fear something funny, right? So this could be a technique, right? For handling fear, you could totally do this. But the way that I thought about it is instead of just making it something that I'm, you know, kind of humorizing the thing that I'm afraid of, because I could do that, you know, if with with certain things, I could do that. But with this particular fear, I have a big fear of just what what my life could look like if this cancer spreads and what my life could look like for, you know, what life could look like for my kids. Um, what it would look like for my husband. And, and it feels very, very scary, like, to even to even go there to that place and to to just allow myself to be afraid of that place, right? And afraid of that possibility and afraid of the fact that it really could be a reality and that I have to, I have to accept that. Um, But 
it's not necessarily something that I feel like I can make light of in the same way that you might for the ridiculous spell. So what I have found is that, you know, the ridiculous spell, this is this is just my thoughts that I was talking to a friend about last night, but the ridiculous spell in Harry Potter doesn't just humorize the Bogart and create, you know, laughter. It changes its form, right? And so what I noticed as I was talking more about the things that I am feeling afraid of in different ways, you know, in therapy and writing it in my journal in talking with friends and family, um, the more ways that I was able to express it and basically create dialogue around it, um, the less that it was, the less that it was as scary to feel it. Um, and so it's kind of like, I'm, I'm taking away its power by naming it, by, um, expressing it by validating my own feelings, like by talking about it, I take away the power that it has. And so then it's, it's just left, you know, this shapeless thing, kind of like the Bogart when it, when it dissolves or whatever happens. Um, so I feel like it comes back and I've said this before, I think in like some social media posts before, but I feel like it comes back to what Dumbledore says and what Hermione says. He says, fear of a name only increases fear of a thing itself. And when you're afraid of feeling fear, like that's, that's kind of like a catch 22, right? We can't be afraid of feeling fear because ultimately fear is the thing that keeps us alive. Like when we have a saber toothed tiger that chases us, or when we are in a car accident or something terrible could happen, right? Some crazy, crazy things are happening and we're being chased by a bear. Fear keeps us alive. Fear is the thing that gets our adrenaline going. It's the thing that tells our body, you need to run so that you can survive. And Obviously, when you're faced with a kind of an intangible thing that you're afraid of, that's a little more difficult, right? It's not just a saber-toothed tiger. But what I've found is that fear doesn't have to be something I'm afraid of feeling it. That feeling the physical, you know, manifestations of fear, whether it's that I start crying or that I get this like pit in my stomach or, um, you know, my throat clogs up, like whatever, whatever those sensations feel like for me and my body, I don't have to be afraid of feeling those because feeling, feeling that feeling isn't going to, that's not going to be the thing that, you know, that ultimately kills me. Like what, what causes problems in my, in my opinion, in my understanding through research from just different books that I've read, like the, um, the book called Burnout by Emily and, um, oh, Amelia Nagoski, their sisters, and they talk about the stress cycle. And really what happens and what they've studied is that when we internalize stress, meaning when we don't allow it to fully process, so holding my fear, being afraid of being fearful or feeling the fear, when I hold that in my body, that causes havoc in my system. That causes, you know, mental and emotional fatigue. That causes physical fatigue because my body is like holding on to all of these emotions and it's like clenched, like I don't know how to, I don't know how to keep this. Like I'm supposed to try and not let it go, but like, it's really hard to hold on to all of this. So, um, that's kind of what I just, I just wanted to leave that with you guys today is that if you are resisting feeling whatever emotions you're feeling, um, I would just challenge you to try to put some names to them and it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. There's no, there's no right or wrong way to do this. You could talk them out. I, I am someone who really, I've, I do well talking to people, to certain people. Um, so if you have a safe space that you can talk to someone directly and just like vocalize and just get it out and just have like no judgment and just allow yourself to verbally process or to write in a journal, um, and just like, or say to yourself, just say like, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling mad. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling whatever it is. Like those kinds of namings are fears and naming our feelings, um, 
it makes them just it just makes them a little bit less um stifling in our bodies and in the way that we like can handle life so that's all i've got for you guys for today so i hope this is helpful this week um just remember fear of a name only increases fear of a thing itself so if you're feeling afraid to feel your feelings it's just going to increase your increase your fear of feelings we want to we want to reverse that um so thanks for joining me today and i hope you guys have an amazing day Thank you so much for joining me on the Resilient Joy podcast. Be sure to subscribe, share your favorite moment with your tribe on Instagram, tag me at myjoyfitjourney, and if you have a moment, leave me a brief review. Until next time, keep creating your pockets of joy every day.